reach for the sky, boy. Let me tell y'all why we don't like Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin. You see, the majority of pro wrestling fans look at tag teams from uh, Monday night. You know, they put them up on this pedestal just because they was on Monday Night Raw. Briscoe's ain't never been on there. They must be down here. World's greatest tag team, hooray! Monday Night Raw, my ass. That's the number one reason why we don't like Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin because people, the average wrestling fan, the majority of wrestling fans, not all of them, but the majority of wrestling fans put them above the Briscoes by default. Now let me tell y'all a story. About two years ago, about two years, was it? Two, two and a half. Two, two and a half years ago, we had a little trial match for WWE. It's before a SmackDown taping in Philadelphia. We went in there, had a little trial, you know, did our thing, whatever. I guess they was impressed because they invited us down to Florida for a week at their little FCW Developmental Center. All expenses paid. All expenses paid in the high chilling. But either way, either way, we was down there, you know, had a little trial. We was down there for a week. I thought things went good. I'm, and that's what they said, too. We thought it went real good down there. Then everybody was telling us, yeah, y'all doing real good. Y'all might get these contracts. This was two years ago. I'm just seeing dollar signs. They talking about y'all might get these contracts. So, you know, we're waiting around. We get back home. We waiting. I'm, I'm telling all my boys, like, yeah. We did it down there. We getting ready to all be eating. It's going to be on our tag. We done did it down there, boys. You know, we hype. I'm telling my wife she ain't never going to have work again. You know, she can quit bartending. She, we got this. You know, so we wait a month go by, another couple months, we get a phone call. Apparently, the Briscoes are not cosmetically pleasing enough for the WWE. That exact word. Come on now. Exact words, cosmetically, please. Well, excuse me, Mr. John Laurinaitis, I forgot this was a damn beauty contest. Cosmetically pleasing my ass. Preach, brother. And the thing that got me, man, the boys down in developmental, I mean, yeah, you got some good ones, of course, mainly the people from ROH, but the majority of them weren't even really that nice. You know what I'm saying? They, I mean, shoot, they come right out of modeling school, right off of the uh, Tough Man contest where they show their little muscles and shit. They walk right into to developmental, sign a little deal, you know, train in developmental for a few months. The next thing you know, they're on TV, they're millionaires. Hey, 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 what happened to paying your dues, brother? What the hell happened to paying your dues? What happened to paying your dues? You know, we broke in old school about 12 years ago for y'all young boys. About 12 years ago, I remember setting up the chairs, setting up the ring before the show, uh, a bullshit indie show that's going to be about 40 people there, and I'll be hype as a bitch. You remember that, setting hey, up yeah. the chairs? And getting cussed out because we ain't set them up straight enough. Well, yeah, getting the ring ready and everything, hype, getting ready to wrestle in front of 40 people. Y'all have no idea what that's like. Y'all can't even relate to that back in the day, coming up through the indies, grinding your way up. But no, we're not cosmetically pleasing enough to get paid. I guess that's what they're trying to tell us. Guess what they that's what they trying to tell us. Charlie Haas, I get you spent a couple weeks on the indies, grinding your way through. Shit, Shelton Benjamin, you you the main kind of type of dude we talking about. How many rings you done set up now, huh? Shelton? How many rings you set up, Shelton? How many how many rows of tears you done put out there, Shelton? Hey, if final battle, if this show, Friday night final battle, depended on Shelton Benjamin setting up the ring and setting up all the chairs, it wouldn't be no show.
It won't be no damn show because he don't know what the hell he's doing. He ain't paid his damn dues in my book. In our book, he ain't paid his dues. Go fight live people. Be sitting there like, man, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, they don't know what the hell to do. If Shelton Benjamin, if we depended on that bitch to get this show ready. But see, that's what you do as a pro wrestler. As a pro wrestler, that's what the hell you do. But y'all can't relate to that. Y'all millionaires, man. We get up every single day, go to work, support the kids, support the wife. Every single day, man. We don't get sit down on the beach in Tampa, hold our balls, get a suntan, and then do a little show. Next thing you know, we called up. We millionaires. And they like that for us. We're not cosmetically pleasing enough for that shit. Y'all had no idea, man. Looking at foreclosures and shit. I'm getting ready to get foreclosed on. At least that's what they say, but I'm gonna make it through. Trust me, I'm a grinder, baby. You ain't gotta worry about that. You ain't got to worry about no. You ain't got to worry about that though, big money. You know, nah. you, you need a little knee surgery. You uh, spring your pinky finger or something. That's gonna Vinnie Mac to have. Yeah, Vinnie come right. with that. Shoot, I'm still paying all my bills from Detroit. Mm. Look it up. Yeah, Detroit. WrestleMania weekend, a few years back. Look that up. Look that up. I'm paying that for the rest of my life. Hey, but that's all right. Hey. Back to the topic, though, Shelton Benjamin. Shelton Benjamin, you got an easy ride, boy, in our eyes. That's why your ribs taped up. Charlie Haas, you ain't much better either. That's why your ribs taped up, Shelton Benjamin, on some David Otunga shit. Jennifer Hudson, my A. You look better when you was fat, bitch. Shit. Well, back to the topic. This Friday night, this Friday night, you can look at it however you want to. You can look at it as WWE versus ROH. You can look at it as sports entertainment versus pro wrestling. You can look at it as complacent, satisfied, rich people versus hungry, still coming at your ass. Poor people, they don't give a shit because we still coming. It ain't got nothing to lose. Bottom line is, it's the world's greatest tag team versus them boys. And I, I mean, I don't like to say you know, I don't like to use the term biggest match of our career, but never, never in the 12 years that we've been doing this shit have we had so much to prove. The belts don't be nothing. It's going to be seven times regardless. Charlie Haas, Shelton Benjamin, this Friday night, we got to prove a point, boys. Reach for the sky, boy.
G'day, everyone. Um, bit of a different show again this week. Um, here with Alex. How you going, mate? Yeah, horrible circumstances, but the one good thing about this is we've had the chance to sort of look back and think about the wonderful career of Jay Briscoe. Yes, the, uh, the unfortunate passing of Jay Briscoe last week. Um... I've had Leonard Skinner's give me back my bullets on repeat for the past week or so. Is that their, his um, uh, indie theme? Yeah, that's their indie theme slash their Ring of Honor theme before Ring of Honor got rid of um, proper music. <laughs> Back when they were still very ECW in their music ways. But uh, yeah. yes, the sad news coming out of uh, Sandy Ford, Delaware, that uh, Jay Briscoe passing away in a uh, two-vehicle car crash. The lone occupant of the other vehicle, a driver, also passing away at the scene and uh, Jay's two daughters in the uh, hospital. Uh, yeah, what was... it appears that that person um, swerved onto Jay's side of the road and it was a head-on collision. Yeah. Yeah, but... so, like, uh, Jim Cornette said it best when you sent me through the thing that um, lady's not there to defend herself anymore, but if you were to assume something... If her toxicology reports come back negative, she was more than likely on her phone. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah. Yes, a, a very emotional Jim Cornette this uh, this past week. Anyone who's listened to uh, his thoughts on the passing of Jay Briscoe. Um, I, I could only listen to about the first 15 minutes of it, and it, it wasn't because it was bad. It was just, it was too much. It was too um, much. Do you know what the latest update was on the uh, the daughters? From all reports, like they're gonna make it, like they're they're gonna survive. I think one of them's gonna have some issues with rehab uh, because of a back injury, but they are gonna come out of this. Yeah. Uh, well, that's. That's, I suppose, the uh, the shining light, the good news to come out of this, that it wasn't four fatalities and that his two kids um, are yeah. still alive. Uh, so I have here the, the message that Alex sent me. It says, and I received this and I was like still half asleep last week. This is why I didn't put out a podcast last week. Uh, Jay Briscoe died and I'm like still half asleep going, Jack died years ago. You mean Gerald? He was about 80 years old, had a good career though. And you just went, I didn't say Ava, I said Jay, Jay Briscoe. And then you just sent me through the uh, the posting of Tony Khan and we sort of, yeah, went from there. Honestly, just fucking horrendous, man. Just horrendous news. Um, yeah. The, and, you know, his last match was a dog collar match. Brody Lee's last match was a dog collar match. They're both the only two people to have... Thankfully, the only two people who have passed away under Tony Khan's employ as active wrestlers, but that's just another weird coincidence. So if there isn't up there, I I hope Brody Lee and Jay Briscoe are having a dog collar match because that would be fucking nuts. (laughs) Yes, indeed. (laughs) Um, I suppose... uh... 
even other companies are touching on this. Of course, Impact um, doing their own thing with the Briscoes being tag champs there last year, only a few months ago. Um, yeah. And uh, WWE. And yeah. NXT were the first the first um, wrestling television show to mention Jay because they were on air while it happened. Yeah. Uh, so do you know the full backstory to what was going to happen with the New Day Yes. Uh, that show. Yes, there was um, the New Day were going to hold a funeral for Pretty Deadly, but th- then that got cancelled. Yeah, yeah. So that that got uh, cancelled as soon as the news broke about Jay Briscoe, and given the amount of uh, former Ring of Honor wrestlers either in WWE or working behind the scenes with uh, the Performance Center NXT. Yeah, well, you even look at the active NXT roster, like, what, Roxanne Perez, the women's champ? Yeah. Like, was just sharing a locker room with Jay Briscoe probably, what, a year and a bit ago? Yeah, not even 12 months ago. Final battle last year was the last Ring of Honor show before they went on their hiatus. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Yeah, and then you got guys like I know Steve Carino works behind the scenes at NXT. Um, the Briscoes versus Scum. How can you forget? Um, yeah, uh, man. Uh, Steve Carino and Jimmy Jacobs versus the Briscoe Boys. Uh, I've seen that a few times. That was around the time I first started really watching Ring of Honor too. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's definitely an impact, um, on the active rosters. Like, I, um, I, in my wrestling group chat with, like, Warwick and Ryan and a few others, I, um, literally listed out all the people in AEW that have had a feud with the Briscoe boys. Okay, okay. You go through that then, if you can uh, find it. Otherwise, I'll uh, yeah, list off yeah, some I've names. Got it. Oh, I've you've got, got it. it? Go ahead. Um, it's a lengthy list, but these are people that have had memorable matches or feuds or teamed with the Briscoes. FTR, The Bucks, Samoa Joe, Claudio, Danielson, Adam Cole, Mox, Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky, Darby Allen. Jay Lethal, Hangman Page, Bandito, uh, Cool Hand Ange and Magic Matt 2.0, Brian Cage, Brody King, Christopher Daniels, The Best Friends, Colt Cabana, Danhausen, Eddie Kingston, The Hardys, Kyle O'Reilly, Matt Seidel, Orange Cassidy, Lucha Bros, Santana Ortiz, Sanjay Dutt. And that's just the regular active ones, not the people behind the scenes, and I haven't even started the WWE list yet. <laughs> haven't even got to a AEW dark. Yeah, so... So, yeah, that's just the AEW list from their website. I went through their roster, and that was just off the top of my head. I might have missed a few, you know? Yeah, I'm just having a quick look over here. Uh... Wow, yeah, that it's a pretty big list when you actually start looking at it. Wow. Um Dan Housen you mentioned, yes. Um 
I'm just trying to think yeah. who was recently in in Ring of Honor as well before that sort of um shut down. Private Party. They had a match with Private Party on the Indies last yeah. year. There you go. Yeah, that's one I missed. Uh, uh, I'm just looking at Jeff the WWE roster. Surely they had a match with Jeff Jarrett sometime during the Ring of Honor TNA crossover years. Probably, yeah. That's a good good shout. It probably happened at some point. Keith Lee would have been teaming with uh, Shane Taylor. Oh, shit. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Uh, having a look through here. Archer probably on a tour of New Japan against Suzuki Gun. Yeah, actually, good point. Um, uh, like, there, there's just... a lot of names as you look through here and just go, wow. Uh, did you mention the Seidels? Or at least Matt? Uh, I think I mentioned Matt. Yeah, I did mention Matt. Did you mention the Kingdom? I did not mention the Kingdom because they weren't on the... <laughs> AEW roster website uh, on the AEW website under the roster. Okay, well that's odd. So uh, I I couldn't find the Ring of Honor roster because that would have been a whole different story. Yeah. But yeah, um, I'm just looking at the WWE roster. Yeah. All right. AJ Styles definitely happened. Yep. Akira Tozawa would have happened, like when Akira was doing stuff with Shikara and Dragon Gate. Um, Bronson Reed probably happened like recently. <laughs> they they would have done some indie somewhere. I'll have a look. Cedric Alexander definitely happened. Yep. Uh, Cody Rhodes definitely happened. Damian Priest for sure. Dexter Loomis for sure. Um. Finn Balor, possibly. Possibly. Johnny Gargano, yes. Carl Anderson, yes. Kevin Owens, definitely. That's uh, <laughs> that's who Jay Briscoe beat to win the ROH World Title. Um, so quickly there, do you know when Jay changes the title? It's. I think he gets screwed out of it by Adam Cole. And then Jay crowns himself the real world's champion and gives himself that belt. Ah, okay. Because I was yeah. trying to find where it was on um on v- like VOD clips on YouTube and I couldn't find it. Yeah. Uh, Gallows happened. If Carl Anderson happened, Gallows happened. Matt Riddle definitely happened. Mustafa Ali, more than likely. Uh, MVP is possible. It's possible, I don't know if it did. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Roode, possibly. R-Truth, possibly. In the early 2000s. Sheldon Benjamin, maybe. Maybe. One of those Japanese Sheldon tours. Benjamin? Yeah, they yeah. did a... Um, there's a oh, promo, Cosmically Praising. Yeah. yeah, the world's gra- greatest tag team had a run in Ring of Honor. I forgot all about that. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa definitely happened. Now we go to SmackDown. Angel Garza. It's possible, but I don't know. Um, Braun Strowman. That's actually kind of possible in the past year or so, but I don't know. 
Uh, Butch, maybe. Drew Galloway, possibly. Uh, yeah, we'll just say the Viking Raiders, definitely. <laughs> I uh, can't, Drew... um, I'm having a look through Jonah and I can't see a time where they've, um... Damn. Unless in Noah. Damn. I'm just having a quick look at Jonah's Noah run. Uh, Gunther, uh, possibly. Man, this is all I keep thinking is, imagine the Briscoes versus the Usos. It's the one Briscoes match we didn't get to ever have. That, yeah, admittedly, that is like one of the few Briscoe matches that if you list out five that you wanted to see, that'd probably not be number one. For, for a tag team that never had a proper full-time contract with a major North American promotion, they somehow managed to have every almost every possible dream match you could have. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, like, you name it. Like, the Hardys, the Bucks, like, yeah, the Good Brothers, Viking Raiders. Yeah, you, you go through the list, like... To, through the great Japanese teams, all that sort of stuff. Like, they've from, had them all. From your North American teams, to your Japanese teams, to your European teams, to your Brat Pack. <laughs> yes, yes, it's happened. Um, Joaquin Wild, possibly. Oh, no, that's... Is Joaquin Wild TJ, uh, DJZ? Yeah, that's DJZ. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Karrion Cross, possibly. L.A. Knight, uh, possibly. Yeah. I I know for a fact Ricochet and Rey Mysterio have happened. Uh, Sami Zayn's definitely happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shinsuke, maybe not. Yeah. Uh, besides that, yeah. Xavier Woods, maybe. During their maybe. time when uh, Woods was in, or oh, was it OVW? Maybe. I, I mean, like, TNA Woods, when he was Consequences Creed in the mid-2000s. Yeah, but Briscoes were pretty locked into Ring of Honor in but, the mid-2000s, not going over but, to Impact. But, like, um, around that time, Consequences Creed was doing indies still. Yeah. And it was impossible to have a tag match on the indies without bumping into the Briscoes back then. Also, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, they were everywhere. Back then, especially. Nakamura probably didn't happen because Nakamura was part of Chaos. And for that brief time, the Briscoes were also part of Chaos because they held the never six-man titles with your boy Toriyano. Oh, that's right. But I, I was saying either they've feuded with, worked against, or teamed with these people. Oh, yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah, so there is a possibility they did, like, some fuck-off five-a-side tag match on the New Japan undercard and threw Nakamura in there with the Briscoes. It's possible, probably didn't happen, but possible. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, Um, Anywho, uh, that was so many people we named and that just shows the impact Jay's had on locker rooms all around the world. Uh, 
man, some of the things that have been said about him in the past week have just been mind blowing. Just about how how much people love this dude, and it's a shame that it takes like him passing away for us to truly appreciate what he does of what he did. Um, I know that I've watched so many of his promos in the past week. I I don't think there was a better promo guy out there that was able to do comedy and still appearing like an absolute badass. There's no one out there that could do that like him. Yeah, I I agree. Um, For me, like my favorite promo would have to be the cosmetically pleasing one. (laughs) Which one's that? Where he's um, talking about, oh, you know, all these guys, they sign contracts to developmental, go and show their pretty muscles. Sean Benjamin, you're the exact type of guy we're talking about. (laughs) It's during their feud with uh, World's Greatest Tag Team, going into Final Battle, whatever year that is. Well, there was a promo that popped up this past week, and it it was fucking amazing. It was, um, he was cutting a promo on... Team MMA, which was Kyle O'Reilly and Davey Richards. Um, <laughs> and he was talking about, oh, you gotta wear your kick pads, you gotta wear your mouthpiece. Kerry Funk ain't wear no damn mouthpiece. <laughs> Who's a Brody ain't wear no damn mouthpiece. Uh, which one's the promo <laughs> he's cutting where he's feeding his emu? Oh. It's Mark being the emu and he keeps trying to calm down Jay because he's fired up about some upcoming match. Dude, there's there's some insane promos out there. There's one where he's um where he just like v- randomly grabs a shotgun and starts shooting <laughs> bottles. <laughs> I, I can't remember the exact context, uh... but it was like during his feud with Adam Cole and he was the real world's and he had his world title, his custom one, and he was, like, banging on about how Adam Cole thinks that Jay Briscoe's delusional. Hey, delusional! Then he just grabs the shotgun and starts shooting beer bottles. <laughs> just oh. had a... Sh- sh- pulled a shotgun out of nowhere. But, yeah. Um, there was another one that Matt Hardy shared. Oh, Matt how... Ha- <laughs> Matt, Matt Hardy was cutting a promo on the Briscoes whilst edging his lawns. <laughs> and... Jay just starts up his whiffer snipper, doesn't say anything, it just edges his lawn. <laughs> and then and it's like the best edging I've seen. Like, one take just does it perfectly. Speaking as someone that occasionally has to edge their lawn, his skills with edging the lawn was in mighty impressive. Uh, did you <laughs> see the, the promo with him and uh, talking about... Um... Jay White, as Jay White's like undefeated in Ring of Honor as a top prospect at this time. I haven't seen that one. Says, uh, Jay White talks, he took the man to the, to the time limit. He goes, well that man was me. You didn't take me nowhere, son. Shit, I forgot we only had 15. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched both those matches back. It's really, they're really good matches. Him against a really young Jay White on excursion from the New Japan Dojo. Perfect. Uh, yeah, um, Jay Briscoe to me, like he, he is 
the epitome of make it feel real make you feel something and that's the main goal of any professional wrestler and if it isn't if there happens to be any wrestler out there listening right now and it's like that's not my goal well then you got your priorities wrong because he makes you feel something it yeah. doesn't matter what moves he did in the ring and trust me he did some fucking crazy ass moves but he got an emotional investment out of his audience for everything and honestly he was just getting better and better like him and his brother had the probably the best year of their career last year oh yeah uh where are we 40 something matches last year 42 matches last year taking on teams like um Hate Club, Matt Tremont and Nick Gage. You got uh, a oh, match in here yeah. at GCW against Jacob Fatu and Juicy Fanu. You had a scheduled match against Lucha Bros, but Phoenix was replaced by Arez uh, due to an injury for House of Glory. Yeah. Uh, you got the uh, Crockett Cup which they won defeating in the finals the Commonwealth Connection of Doug Williams and Harry Smith, uh, Bulldog's son. Yeah. Challenging La, La Rebellion, Bestia 666 and Mecha Wolf for the NWA Tag Team Championship. Uh, facing the Kingdom, facing Nick Gage and Slade uh, as we go through here. Facing the Rottweilers at Supercon. Uh, WrestleCon Memorial Show, sorry. Uh, Homicide and Loki, which went 12 minutes. Of course, the trilogy against FTR, going to Impact, facing Good Brothers. Uh, facing Bussy, Ali Catch and Effie in GCW. Yeah. Facing yeah. United Empire. And the, yep. the list goes on and on. Uh, it's safe to say the Briscoes weren't weren't running out of bookings no um, they probably had their calendars pretty well filled up and these are guys that never wrestled for your wwe's full-time never was a full-time AEW act had a like really really brief cup of coffee in tna and i mean early tna so it barely counts <laughs> these are guys that like mainly made their mark in ring of honor and the indies and they they never needed to sign a major pro promotion contract because they had the bookings they never needed to go to WWE. Uh, I, I do wonder if they... Because the rumours have come out that Triple H was really trying to get him multiple times for NXT. Uh, so I found here Jay's took, taken part in a couple of Velocity matches. I don't know if they... Are they Velocity? Oh, it's Velocity Pro Wrestling. Oh. Okay, continue on. <laughs> yeah, um... Like, there's been uh, rumours over the years that Triple H really wanted the Briscoes. And to be honest, uh, at the time, I was like, nah, no way. No fucking way. 
But then when Jay Briscoe passes and some of the first people that tweet about it is Triple H and Shawn Michaels, maybe Triple H did want it. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, Triple H was... He was tw- he tweeted out his tribute almost before the NXT announcement. Yeah, yeah, it was like Triple H and Shawn Michaels tweeting about the Briscoes. It's like, okay, maybe they were on the WWE radar. I'm just seeing if I can find uh, their tryout match at all. Because it doesn't seem to be listed in cage match, so... I'm guessing it's dark and not taped. Well, there was a great promo I watched last week of Jay, and he's talking about, you don't think Triple H is trying to get me to go to NXT? He tried to offer me all the money? Does he realize I can sell enough chickens and make the same amount? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's one one um, thing, too. Like They didn't have that that national career but at the same time they were able to stay home with their families and in that small community and do a lot with the community they were the modern day equivalent to terry funk and not not in the sense that terry funk was two people terry funk was only one unfortunately what about chainsaw charlie Well, Chainsaw Charlie was a completely different person. I have no idea where you get these correlations from. Uh, Kayfabe, brother. But, um, like, Terry Funk would, like, go to a promotion, stay there for a little bit, then move on. And he would constantly keep moving. Yep. Oh, no. I think I've lost Alex. Oh, goodness. Well. Hello? Hello? Are you there? Hello? I could hear you that whole time. Oh, I couldn't hear you. Oh, shit. Yeah, hang on. Record, you son of a bitch. Ah. Okay, okay, we're recording. I think so. Why won't it let me... Can you click... Okay, now it's recording. Fuck me. Oh, uh, you were saying about Terry Funk moving around territory to territory. I'll edit it out smoothly. Yep. Uh, is it recording on your end? Yeah. Okay, it's not saying so on mine. Yeah, it's recording in the... Um, in the uh, okay. Thing. Uh, I'll trust you on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Terry Funk would travel from promotion to... Oh, shit. What? Alright, it just started recording on my end then. Okay. You know, when it sort of cuts out for a second. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so Terry Funk would travel from promotion to promotion, never staying in the one place for too long, and just constantly, like, evolving and evolving. That's what the Briscoes did. Yeah, they kept 
they always had Ring of Honor, but they were traveling around. Like, they had their tours of New Japan. They had their tours of Noah. They've they've wrestled in all of the major indies. And they kept evolving, and they kept evolving. Like, uh, if you go back and watch, like, the Briscoes' first match in Ring of Honor, they were completely different people. Yeah, well... um... 17, 18 years old, in singlets, doing chain wrestling. <laughs> that's that's not the Briscoes we know. No. Uh, it's it's always weird to think and play like what if, especially with ECW and going what if ECW has survived and like this next class came through with like Ring of Honor, like first big class came through as the next generation in um, ECW. And you're looking at the time it's Briscoes like Briscoes would have been perfect. Briscoes would be like the center pillar of your tag division. You have AJ Styles. You have Amazing Red. I'm just trying to think who else you have from those early shows. Danielson. Yeah, Danielson, Loki probably would have been hot shit for him. Uh, Daniels. Yep. Um... Yeah, like, uh, what was it? When Paul Heyman was asked by Dixie Carter to come run TNA just back in 2009, and she ended up knocking him, uh, well, she declined and went with Hogan and Bischoff instead. Yeah, um, the story behind that was Heyman wanted a, um ownership stake, and she said no. Yeah, and he also wanted to get rid of all the wrestlers that were over 40. (laughs) And he wanted to bring in guys like Danielson and Claudio and the Briscoes and bring in the ROH staples and build around them. And she's like, no, I've never heard of those people, no. (laughs) Imagine. Imagine. Um, But yeah, like... Uh, Heyman probably would have would have been salivating at the idea of building the Briscoes if ECW lived on. Yeah. Oh, it, they they're perfect, and I reckon like they probably would have had the exact same career trajectory. To be honest, Jay would have ended up ECW world champ too. Yeah. Well, there's an interview with them saying can't remember who it's with because I've watched a few this week. Um, them saying like they uh, were watching ECW at the time and then when it closed down they sort of went to CZW to start wrestling and then went to Ring of Honor. Yeah. Because um, like no act screams there, there was no modern act that fit ECW better than the Briscoes. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, because they did the violence, but they also had the technical and they had the promos, man. And that's the most overlooked thing of ECW, was the fucking promos. And they could tell a story. Man, Jay Briscoe, best promo, one of the best promos in modern wrestling, and it's a shame that it took us having to go through this this what we've gone through in the past week to realise that he was the best promo in modern wrestling. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah, so as fucking heartless as it is to talk about now. Yeah. What what do you think happens to the tag belts? Um I think they just leave them on the the Briscoes until they come back with TV tapings and then they vacate them. Do you see Tony Khan doing like his own version of Crockett Cup and naming it the Briscoes Cup? So this is this is actually something that popped in my head because Blue Meanie tweeted it of all people. Meanie? Uh, Blue... Hey? Meanie? Yeah, the Blue Meanie tweeted this and it popped in my head and it's like, hey, this shit hasn't happened since Brian Pillman. But when Brian Pillman passed, they WCW, ECW, WWF all came together to do a Brian Pillman memorial show. Uh, Jay Briscoe would be perfect for this. A Jay Briscoe Memorial Tournament. Ha- pick one or two bloody WWE tag teams. Some New Japan, some Noah, some AEW, some Ring of Honor, MLW. Everyone come together, do a one-off tag tournament. Call it the Jay Briscoe Cup. Yeah. And... I don't know. I don't know if WWE would be interested, but for the love of God, like, do something. Work with these other brands. Come together. Show some unity as an industry. And come together. Raise some money for the family, too. Yeah. Um, that's one thing we haven't touched on there. Fundraiser. Is it through GoFundMe? It was through one of them. I I did say I did check it like the day it first came out, and it's like every as much as I have some issues with with the man and some of his personal beliefs, but every time a wrestler puts up a GoFundMe or a fundraiser or something, every time the top donator Chris Jericho. Every single fucking time. Yeah. And this is probably a discussion for another day about the, um, the, um, state of wrestling still in the US and the medical system in the US and all that sort of stuff. But, um, yeah, discussion probably left for another day. I'm trying to find... Uh, let's go there. I'll probably have a link. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to see what the current tally is as we're looking. If somebody yeah. would leave a link to this damn thing. Uh, but, like, yeah, go on. I think this is it. Um, yeah, it, it's it's another thing to go through. Okay, so here we are. The goal was 200000 US dollars. The current amount is $290,276. Fuck. All right. The last I checked it, it was on about 150000 So, So, yeah. Fuck me. That's awesome. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. That's really good. But, y- you know, 
like I still would really highly recommend anyone that's listening that has the money to spare to donate because in the grand scheme of things that's a household that lost an income and 290,000 for what two kids and a wife and property and all that sort of stuff yeah three kids a wife uh the medical bills and everything else that comes in with it yeah yeah, uh, like 290000 that's barely going to touch the surface of what they're going to need help with in the future. So I would highly recommend if anyone is able to donate, donate. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, yeah, that's tremendous. Uh, can you see the top donations? Uh, I probably could see top donations. Chris Jericho... Uh, 15,000. Yeah, yeah. Tyson Smith? Tyson Smith. Why do... That's Kenny Omega. Uh, 10,000? Yeah, that's Kenny. Uh, Nick Massey? That's Nick Jackson. 10,000? Yep. Matt Jackson? Yep. 10,000? He doesn't use his... His shoot name. He <laughs> kayfabes it. The Steen family. The Steen family, yep. 10,000. Nice. Uh, Crossroads Land Tech Limited. Yes. I actually saw that the other day and I was like, I'll Google search it to see if that has anything to do with Cody. It doesn't. It's like some uh, construction company in Delaware somewhere. Okay. That he's, pro- he's probably had some some connection to five grand uh austin jenkins yes i believe that is xavier woods i could be wrong oh yeah uh five grand andy serbanen no austin jenkins is adam cole oh okay yeah i i knew i forgot what um, Xavier Woods' last name is, but I know that he's in Austin as well. Andy Serban, uh, five grand. Pat and all the horsey families, five grand. Uh, and then there's just, yeah, a bunch of other people, five grand, five grand, five grand, three grand, yeah. three grand. There's a fair few, like, anonymous donors as well. Three grand. Two and a half grand, two and a half grand. Two, uh, Jim Cornette, two grand. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Brian Last, grand and a half, and yeah, it goes on. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give to that later when I'm not uh, recording so Alex doesn't see my credit card details. Yeah, good point. <laughs> good point. T- times are tough here, so yeah, good point. Hide that shit. What's <laughs> this, this membership to Carlton paid for? <laughs> <laughs> why, why, why have I had hundreds of dollars spent at the Madonga bowling alley? What just happened? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, uh, yeah, it's good to see the the community, like the wider wrestling world, get behind someone. Um, now, yeah, just touching on some of the Aussies he would have faced. Um, so over in the UK for Honor United, the uh, October 27, 2019 uh, saw 
the Briscoes defeat Hikalalu and Kenny King, as well as the Brat Pack, Mitch Waterman and Nick Berry. Crazy. Do you remember watching this match? I do, I do, yeah, because that was a big deal at the time. I was, um, I was a huge fan of the Brat Pack at that point in time. Yeah, came out doing all their Aussiness with the squirt, uh, squirty water bottles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, did you happen to go to WSW in, uh, what's that, March of 2018? I did not, no. Okay, because uh, the Briscoes toured Australia during that time. Right. So it's all the Briscoes versus the Philippe brothers, Tome and Stevie Philippe, in a uh, WSW tag title tournament uh, semi-final. Yeah. Yep. They then also took on the Young Bucks in Melbourne. <laughs> Briscoes and Young Bucks, 17 minutes in the tournament final for the uh, uh, WSW Tag Team Championship. Yeah, that would have been a hell of a match. Uh, anyone who's got Impact Plus, I believe WSW is still on there. Go check that out. You can also watch a freeway match of that night of Deanna Perazzo versus Indy Hartwell versus Shazza McKenzie. Outrageous. <laughs> I know. Uh, and then the final night of that tour went to Adelaide seeing the Bullet Club, uh, Creepy Umbrella Man and the Bucks versus the Briscoes and Austin Aries? <laughs> wow, okay. Quite an odd pairing there on, uh, on paper. But yeah, the, the lone tour I could find at the Briscoes... Uh, on Australian soil, part of WSW. And I was thinking, now AEW's a thing, now the pandemic's over, you're going to be looking to come to Oz, maybe you can finally bring out a few Ring of Honor people, do like a co-promoted AEW Ring of Honor tour in Oz. Yeah. Uh, not to be, I've just, sadly. I've just sent through to you on Messenger, uh, AEW's just released a Jay Briscoe Memorial shirt. With 100% of the proceeds from the shirt going to the family of Jay Briscoe? Yeah, I'm going to order one this afternoon. I saw um, Kerry Silken tweet about that earlier this morning. Yeah, uh, beautiful stuff. Um, man, it's it's outrageous. It's just, it's sad, man. Um, 2023 has been a fucking mental year already, hasn't it? Yeah, it's um, as we as we speak, it's twenty four days in. <laughs> yeah, I I did not see. Did not see this happening. Um, so it should be said. Um, Tony Khan taped a special. Uh, Jay Briscoe memorial show for Ring of Honor TV. He said that show they taped. Uh, last Wednesday after Rampage will be for free on Honor Club and YouTube. Yeah, I don't think it's um, there yet. No, I think they're going to do some special post edits for it. I think... Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm just saying this right now. If Jim Cornette appears on that show in like some sort of, hey, can you send in a special tribute? Yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be shocked. I think they're going to get some people to send in video tributes. And it's, there's going to be some people that you'll be shocked to see from. 
and I think that's why it's taken up, why it's going to take a bit of time to come out. Uh, it's a fucking travesty, an absolute fucking appalling travesty that they weren't allowed to do this on TBS. Yeah, fuck Warner Brother Discovery. Yeah, especially. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Especially when the show that follows up is a fucking uh, slap fight show ran by Dana White, who literally publicly slapped his wife in in public at a nightclub two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Fucking ridiculous. Absolutely fucking abysmal. Especially when, like, enough people have... The amount of times Jay Briscoe said, I was an idiot, I'm really sorry, my views have changed, and blah, blah, blah. And then you've got enough people out there that are vouching for that. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. Someone said something dumb, like, over ten years ago, or ten years ago, and they're still having to get punished for that fact, that's bullshit. Because God knows I said some dumb shit ten years ago. Oh, yeah, didn't we all? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I thought that was absolutely abysmal by Warner Brothers for not letting that happen. Yeah, Um, like... I did did say... like, at least, like, the wrestlers are coming out with their armbands on and stuff like that. And, you know, the Bucks did a little tribute by doing the Doomsday device onto Top Flight. Which is something that the Briscoes carried on from the Road Warriors. So that was cool. Um, but, yeah, I would have liked to have seen a bit more. Like, all week in wrestling, like, we saw people wearing armbands in tribute to... Jay Briscoe, um, like Kevin Owens did it on SmackDown. I think the New Day did it. Um, yeah, there's tributes all over the place. Like Michael Cole talking about Jay Briscoe on SmackDown. Yeah, what the never fuck? Thought <laughs> never thought I'd see the day, but yeah, the words Jay Briscoe came out of Michael Cole's mouth. Never thought I would see the day, but yeah. Um, it's great when the industry all sort of comes together as one during these times. Um, I watched the Noah versus New Japan show. Okay. I'm going to watch that Wasabi. Uh, Go on. Uh, both um, Marafuji and Tanahashi came out holding photos of Jay Briscoe and, like, the Noah and the New Japan rosters, like, sort of came out and paid tribute to Jay Briscoe. Yeah, which is is, nice to see. Yes, especially because, like, it's such a big show and they still took their time out to pay tribute. Um, Um, They also also mentioned it's, like, the first time in um, Japan that a company's had a a co-promoted show and both companies have, like, held a memorial ceremony for a passed-away wrestler. Yeah, there you go. So that's how big... (laughs) this was for both companies to go yeah we should do it together yeah because like I can recall Tanahashi has had matches with the Briscoes (laughs) which is so fucking weird by the way (laughs) but Tanahashi has done matches with the Briscoes yeah Um, Marufuji has done matches with the Briscoes Um, 
Yeah, everyone who signed oh, up for uh, Wrestle Universe, now you can go back and uh, check out the Briscoes. Was it a GHC Junior tag run? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there's something from the past. Um, also, like, like, oh man, what happens next with Mark? Um, like, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, if if he wants to wrestle again, do you put the ROH belt on him? There is a temptation there to do that, like, um, I guess, uh, redemption story in a way, for lack of a better word, like, Alex knows what I'm meaning. Yeah, yeah, just like, like, what happened with Ray winning the world title after Eddie passed? Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, so, he's held TV title in Ring of Honor before, I think. Yeah. Well, Ring of Honor... And... Uh, no, is... he's not held singles gold before. He's been world no, six-man tag champs in Ring of Honor with Bully Ray and his brother, and 13-time tag champ with his brother. Uh, other than that, a bunch of year-end awards, Honor Rumble winner twice, and inducted in the Hall of Fame last year. I think... Uh, Theoretically, yeah. too, Mark Briscoe's allowed on TBS... Theoretically. Yeah. I, I, it, look, it, look, I don't want to open this can of worms, but there are allegations against Jay Lethal. He's allowed on TBS. There's allegations against Darby Allen, and he's literally the TNT champion. Yeah, yeah. Um, just using those two <laughs> as an example, we don't want to tarnish the whole no. roster. And, of course, these are allegations, allegedly. We're not saying yes or no, anyone's convicted. But yeah. TBS is fine with those two guys on TV. Jay never hurt anyone. Jay put out an incredibly insensitive tweet. Yes, he, he but he apologised. Feelings, but he he apologised and he he apologised almost every year for it because it kept getting brought back up. Um. Now, did you catch the interview? Uh, Was it Ian Riccaboni did on Post last year? Talked about how he's like a um some sort of um, English language professor and like no I didn't he, oh, I can't remember the exact word he used but he's like um, he sat down with Jay and Jay like asked certain things and he like explained things to Jay like so Jay was learning things to like be I guess more sensitive or open minded whatever you want to call it yeah, yeah and it, like it's people just like, fucking um, annoying that this guy did nothing and you look on Monday Night Raw and there's Matt Riddle allegedly doing cocaine and allegedly has assaulted women and he's in, like, main event segments. I mean, Ric Flair's on Raw tonight, today. <laughs> mm. yeah. Ric Flair's on Raw today. That's all i got to say about that. Um, yeah. Um, absolutely ridiculous. So, but my point being is Mark didn't actually do anything wrong. So, theoretically, Mark should be allowed on TBS. Yeah. I think Mark and, also felt incredibly loyal to his brother because his brother yeah. sat out a whole year when Mark was injured. And then following that, Jay put out that tweet. And 
and Mark, I guess, felt loyal to his brother enough to stay. But yeah, yeah. So it's it's obviously going to take a lot of time, and I I don't want to sound insensitive and be like, all right, let's book Mark Briscoe to do this and do that. I'm just saying, in the long run, if Mark Briscoe wants to come back if he wants to come back to wrestling. Like, there's a good chance he might just be like, I'm I'm done. I'm done. Yep. Because they got their farm. Farms make fucking money. Trust me. <laughs> Farms make money. So... They do nowadays uh, when everything's industrialised. Exactly. A, a fucking chicken farm? That's bank, man. <laughs> That's bank. So, um, yeah... There might be a chance where he's like, fuck it, I'm done. We've made enough money over the years. We've saved enough money. And we're still making money from this farm. I don't need wrestling anymore without my brother. But if he does want to come back, he might end up being one of the biggest baby faces in wrestling. Also true. Everyone will be wanting to get behind him. And I... I would just love, just love Mark Briscoe gets that one world title run. Would love it because holy fuck does the dude deserve it. Yes, yes, like his brother was always the, uh, I guess to say the Sean of the tag team is a little inconsiderate, but he, Jay was definitely. Omega to the hangman. Yeah, that's probably a better comparison. It's like, what, like they're both great, but one's just like next level. Yeah. Um, Mark never really got the chance to shine in that singles run, and I would love to say it happened. Uh, that's all fantasy booking, and who, who cares? Because he's going through some fucking real shit right now, and yeah, I, I really feel for the dude. Especially when, you know, the next day I see today is Mark Briscoe's birthday. Did you see that? Yeah, so the day it happened in Australia was uh, Mark's birthday. So the next day in the States was uh, Mark's birthday, yeah. Yeah. The next day after he's waking up for his birthday, the day after losing his brother. Uh, uh... The dude, if the dude's gonna be struggling for a while, so just keep Mark Briscoe in your thoughts and prayers. Um, keep the family of the Briscoes in your thoughts and prayers. Keep Papa Briscoe thoughts and prayers. Um, cause fuck me, like, without sounding too pessimistic, that dude's birthday's ruined for for years now. Yeah. Yeah, that that's all I kept thinking. It's like every every year going forward now, when it's coming up to your birthday, you're always going to be thinking, yeah, but the anniversary is closer. Yeah, for a few years, like I had, I think I had both my grandfathers pass away on my birthday. Yeah, yeah, that's. <laughs> One when well, I was still living in Victoria in the same town I seen him that morning. Oh. Yeah, but it, it, it is hard to begin with and everyone deals with grief differently and 
nah, yeah. after a while you remember the funny times and the good times and all yeah, those sort of it's memories. Gonna, it's gonna take some time, but hopefully Muff comes back. We want we wanna hear Reach for the Scar boy. If that plays out of nowhere on an episode of Ring of Honor or AEW, the crowd will go nuts. Yeah, I'm just having a look at the um the title reign, like when was Jay Briscoe? So it has almost been ten years since Jay held the title yeah. Supercard of Honor. Feels just like yesterday too. Wow. Um, yeah. That's fucking nuts. I yeah, what was it, 2013? Yeah, I forgot that Steen won the title at Border Wars in Canada. Yeah. Oh, man, that was the best. <laughs> oh. oh, that's when I fell in love with Ring of Honor. I was watching all their pay-per-views and shit. How were you oh, getting their man. pay-per-views? Tape trading? Um, illegally downloading, to be honest. Statue of Limitations has passed. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, on a club before on a club. Uh, there was a website way back in the day that doesn't exist anymore called X Wrestling Torrents. Wait, wait, I got a good one for this. Dishonor Club. Yeah, the Dishonor Club. Yep. Um, uh. But yeah, um, uh, it was around. It was around the time of the pipe bomb that I was like, oh, I'm in love with wrestling again. Let's find some torrents of shit. And I would find that website and be like, all right, what have they uploaded today? All right, there's a fucking Ring of Honor show. Let's grab that. Let's grab some Impact. Let's grab some... <laughs> Let's grab some other shit. And I'd do that. And, yeah, I was watching every bloody Ring of Honor pay-per-view around that time and all their TV shows around that time. I was loving the product from oh, yeah. about 2011 to 2014, I reckon. Oh, yeah. Jay Briscoe versus Jay Lethal, winner-take-all world heavyweight world TV title match where you get Jay Lethal as the double champ in the House of Truth. Yeah. With Truth Martini and Punishment Martinez. and What what date was that? Uh, the double title match. Yeah. June 19th, 2015, best in the world. Okay. So, I reckon... I reckon... I stopped sort of giving a shit about Ring of Honor around the time that Jay Briscoe dropped the belt. <laughs> Which is, yeah, I think it's my God's honest truth is that once Jay Briscoe lost that title, I stopped caring. But then you had such <laughs> great champs as Lethal, Cole, O'Reilly, Back to Cole, Daniels, Cody. Yeah. yeah, no, it was around that era that I wasn't watching. Like, I really gave up during the Jay Lethal run. Um, no. Yeah. Uh, nothing against Jay Lethal. It was just like, oh, yeah, same old dirty heel tactics. Cheats to win. Happens for a year. Um, yeah. Pretty long run. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, Jay Briscoe's run as top guy was the best. His feuds with Adam Cole were great. That... That title win over Kevin Steen. Oh. Oh, it's just special. Like, Nigel McGuinness is on commentary, and he, like, just jumps up and gets gets out of the commentary booth and runs over and gives Jay Briscoe a hug. Oh, it's the best. 
where is Nigel nowadays? That's a really good question that I could not answer. Da, 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 da. I think he's a free agent again. Oh, fucking Tony, hire him. <laughs> Can we speak about AEW's commentary for a moment? Yeah. Am I the only one who's starting to get the shits with Taz and Shivani bickering with each other every week? They've definitely hit, like, I don't give a fuck mode. Especially when it's, like, um... Picture in picture? Yeah, when it's picture in picture, it's fucking... It's pretty hard to handle. I think they should do what um, WCW used to do. Have Shivani on there for the first hour, then put Taz in for the second hour, and have Shivani do an in-ring interview and bugger off for the yeah. rest of the night. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think Nitro's... One th successful thing from Nitro, Nitro that no one's ever stolen from them is the rotating commentary booth. Where they would keep Tony Schiavone in there for all two or sometimes three hours and then the colour commentators would swap over at the top of the hour. And I would suggest doing something like that with Dynamite Keep Excalibur in there for the entire two hours. Maybe first hour you bring in Shivani, second hour you bring in Taz. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that would be perfect. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that's one of the biggest things that no one's stolen from Nitro that was actually good. Yeah, true. The only other thing I can think of that happening in is, like, Test Cricket. <laughs> Yeah. Imagine if in Test Cricket you had, they had the same commentary team the whole game. James Brayshaw for nine hours. Oh, <laughs> James Brayshaw for nine minutes. Ugh. James Brayshaw and BT. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. The Aussies will get that one. Yeah. Uh, anything else? really to touch on with the, the Briscoes, I can sort of go through their tag team runs here and their tag title uh, victories. I, I think we've pretty much touched on everything. Like, guys, we don't need to go through, like, all their tag title victories because, yeah, 13-time Ring of Honor champs. <laughs> that's, that's the fucking thing right there. That's yeah. their legacy. They carried that tag team division in Ring of Honor. They carried Ring of Honor when no one else was there to carry it. They were there when Ring of Honor was at its peak and at its lowest, and they remained loyal to Ring of Honor till the very end. Yep. Um, there is no act I associate more with Ring of Honor than the Briscoes. Yeah, that, that's very true. It's hard to to think of like, another like, team. Like, you can say, oh, yeah, Danielson. All right. But that, he left. You can say, oh, yeah, Adam Cole. You say Kyle O'Reilly. You say Samoa Joe. You say whoever. They all left. The Briscoes were always there. From, from the very first show. Match one, I believe. Match one of the very first show. Jay's in the ring and Mark's in his corner because Mark's 17 and they won't let him wrestle. Which, I mean, yeah. 
fair Gabe because I think Gabe was around ECW at the time of the mass transit incident and went, yeah, no one's lying about their ages anymore. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, fuck. I wonder if the Briscoes and New Jack did a thing. They probably would have missed Prime oh, New Jack. Hang on. They would have... They would have missed Prime New Jack, so if they did have New Jack, it wouldn't have been good. Because <laughs> imagine, like, Prime Briscoes versus Prime New Jack and the Gangsters. Actually, why am I looking there? Matches. Because uh, they were in CZW. Uh, I'm just having a quick look. Nothing that I can see straight away. Like I, I wish would... cage matches search thing was a bit better. Imagine like like Jay Briscoe or both of the Briscoes in a six man teaming up with New Jack. Oh. They can be called Dem Gangsters. <laughs> uh, sounds like somebody wants to book Fugs. Oh baby. Um they're Briscoes are actually eligible because they are Hall of Famers. Uh, I'm just having a quick look here. I can't see New Jack and um and the Briscoes. Yeah, but that's besides the point. Like, yeah, um, I, I I think we should wrap this up. I think we've done a perfect job of um, paying tribute to, like like I said the most realistic wrestler of modern wrestling. Um, everything he did felt real. Everything felt real. Uh, Jay Briscoe, uh, an absolute legend. Um, it's a shame that, yeah, 38, that's just fucked. Let's be real, that's fucked. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm, so, I'm 35 this year. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not that far off either. I'm 34 this year, so... Fuck, we're getting old. But Jay Briscoe... Back in my was, day, there was no yeah. this top rope shit. Yeah, yeah, back, back in my day, a wrist lock was a high spot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, Jay Briscoe, like... Everything I've seen, he was just a family man. He was just a family man. He died taking his daughters to cheerleading practice. That's fucking heartbreaking. Kills me. Um, I do recommend people listen to the Jim Cornette um, podcast talking about Jay. Within the first 15 minutes, someone from the town Jay's in sends in a letter or sends in an email talking about the effect that Jay Briscoe's passing had on the entire community. The entire school district shut down. Shops were closed. Yeah, because it's a small community. Yeah, like, um, Alex knows where a lot of my family is in the uh, northeast hills there up in the Upper Murray. It'd yeah. be like, yeah, if like one of the uncles passed away up, uh, what is it, Pine Mountain. <laughs> yeah. It's like maybe 10 people live in that actual area. Yeah. Yeah. Very small little farming community. Uh, I, I like to think that if I carved it a little too early, at least one shop in Rutherglen would like contemplate shutting for a day. 
Yeah, I'm sure Tassel's books would close down. (laughs) 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 Uh, Yeah, Tassel's gonna shut shops in honor of the fallen fruity, but yeah, um, my god, I've already told Eliza. I want my I want my funeral to happen in the middle of Barclay Park. <laughs> Ugh, you might have to run that by uh by the board first. Oh, uh, Krusty knows. <laughs> I've told Krusty before. Actually, <laughs> I said I want my ashes spread in the in the center wicket of Barclay Park. <laughs> uh... Yeah, but um, yeah. All jokes aside, uh, this has been a absolutely rough week for the wrestling community but it's been great to see uh no matter what side of the fence you're on which you know you shouldn't be taking sides of the fences to begin with um we've all sort of come together and just in tribute of jay briscoe so yeah um i feel there's no need to plug our social medias this week it's you know where to find us. Um, most important thing is rest in peace, Jay Briscoe. Reach for the sky, boy. Reach for the sky, boy. Straight from the New Japan Dojo, close to the slums of Shaolin, it's the young warrior Jay White. Now, in case y'all don't know nothing about Jay White, you better find out because my man's a hell of a competitor. He goes and he gets it. He's making a hell of his name, hell of a name for himself here in America and all in Europe, all around the world. You're doing a hell of a job, brother. As a matter of fact, Jay White's claim to fame right now is that he's undefeated in Ring of Honor. But he'll tell you, not all his matches have been victories. He did have that one time limit draw. But the problem is that time limit draw that he talking about, he says that he took the man to the time limit. You see, that man was me. And brother, you ain't take me nowhere. If you want me to be honest with you, we talking about that match back in Philly. Shit, I forgot we had 15 minutes, man. That's all that happened there. I forgot we only had 15. Took me. Where the hell you take me, son? Where the hell you take me, man? Do I need to remind you that when I was undefeated for damn near three years, I weren't wrestling top prospects, brother? If you know what I mean, Jay White. So you want to challenge me to a rematch? 
You dog food, son. You dog food.